We're awesome. We are awesome. All right, I'll try the intro. Okay. Get my mustache out of the way, twirl it. Be evil. <laughs> <laughs> intro music. La da 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 da. I forget how it goes. Yeah, me too. Na, 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 na. I'm going to shorten it too. I've had a complaint that is too long and they get tired of the podcast before it finishes. A single complaint. Who is it from? Andrea. Of course. Yeah. I was like, but we got to keep it long because otherwise the podcast would be too short. <laughs> Yeah, but you like short podcasts. Yeah, I know, and I got another one in here. (laughs) Welcome to episode 11 of the Wizards of Pod podcast, a podcast of professional librarians talking about Sarah Zerwin and I, Dave Jones, are the hosts of the Wizards of Pod. So join us as we discuss new and noteworthy podcasts along with information pertaining to librarians and libraries in general. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Dave. I got through the monologue. Yay! First try. Yeah, you did. Uh So how are you doing? I'm good. Me too. Can't complain. I can't believe April is here already. I know. The year is going fast. Yeah. We're already a quarter, uh, quarter of the way. Yeah. You. Yep. 25%. And my birthday's coming up. Yay! On Easter. Oh, no way. Yeah, Easter's still my birthday. It's okay. I'm not upset about it or anything. Um, my anniversary's coming up. Oh, yeah. On April Fool's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got married, it was also Easter that year. Was it? Oh, really? It was Easter sunny, sunny, Easter Sunday, April Fool's Day. Ah, I did not realize yes. that. It's the trifecta. That's why we got a cheap rate with Elvis. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Happy birthday. No, happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I just co- said. <laughs> I know. I got confused with myself. Happy anniversary. Tomorrow. Happy tomorrow. anniversary, Sam and Dave. Yay. Yes. Woo. <laughs> I hope she likes her gift. What'd you get her? Nothing yet. <laughs> Not pick it up yet. <laughs> Otherwise, no one has a secret. So this month's theme, being April, if you heard the last of uh, the end of last month's podcast, you adhere to my dismay when I remembered what this month's was. <laughs> but actually, surprisingly well, our theme for this month is National Financial Literacy Month. Yay, money. Yay, money. Money, money, money. Money. <laughs> yeah. I dug into the history of Financial Literacy Month and... Um, I went to our old trusty source, Wikipedia. Good old Wikipedia. You gotta love it. Yeah, you do. So here are some things that Wikipedia had to say about this awesome theme for the month. National Financial Literacy Month and Financial Literacy Month are recognized annually in both the United States and Canada to highlight the importance of financial literacy and to teach citizens how to maintain and establish healthy financial habits. The United States celebrates National Financial Literacy Month in April, while Canada celebrates Financial Literacy Month in November. In the United States, Financial Literacy Month grew out of Youth Financial Literacy Day, 
which originated with the National Endowment for Financial Education, or NEFE, as an activity of its high school financial planning program. In Canada, Financial Literacy Month is organized by the Financial Literacy Action Group, or FLAG, F-L-A-G, a coalition of seven nonprofit organizations that work with the federal government body, Financial Commercial Agency of Canada. There's a lot more we can say about Canada's Financial Literacy Month, but since that takes place in November, we will concentrate on the United States National Financial Literacy Month. Throughout the month of April, organizations across the U.S. conduct a variety of events and carry out initiatives designed to improve financial literacy, especially among our nation's youth, while also promoting financial well-being for all consumers. The National Endowment for Financial Education, what I like to call NEFE, <laughs> N-E-F-E, passed uh, Responsibility for Financial Literacy Day over to the Jumpstart Coalition. That's Jumpstart with a dollar sign instead of S. So it's J-U-M-P dollar sign T-A-R-T, the Jumpstart Coalition, which now promotes it with its partner organizations. Jumpstart Coalition began promoting April as Financial Literacy for Youth Month in 2000. The title was eventually shortened to Financial Literacy Month. Which is good because everybody needs financial literacy, not just youth, but it should start in the youth, I'm just saying. Exactly. In 2003, the United States Congress showed its support for the idea of a Financial Literacy Month when Senate Resolution 48 and House Resolution 127 asked President George W. Bush to declare April Financial Literacy for Youth Month. At that time, governors of eight states had already named the month of April as such. April 2004 was named National Financial Literacy Month by, passing, by the passing of the Senate Resolution 316 with unanimous consent. And in April 2005, the United States House of Representatives passed a bill supporting the goals and ideals of Financial Literacy Month. The House bill and the resolution passed by the Senate called an on, on President Bush to issue a proclamation calling on the federal government, states, localities, schools, nonprofit organizations, businesses, and the people of United States to observe the month with appropriate programs and activities. During his time in office, President Bush did not issue a proclamation. President Obama proclaimed April as National Literacy Month in at least two years of his time in office. During Financial Literacy Month in 2006, the Financial Literacy and Education Commission unveiled a new national strategy in their report, Taking Ownership of the Future, the National Strategy for Financial Literacy. The report outlined a series of outreach and educational goals for the public and private sectors aimed to help Americans improve their understanding of financial issues such as credit management, savings, and home ownership. Throughout the years, multiple states have also proclaimed April as Financial Literacy Month, including Arkansas, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Texas. So why does financial literacy matter? According to Twinkle.com, that's T-W-I-N-K-L.com, a British online educational publishing house which produces teaching and educational materials, a recent study by the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, or FINRA, estimates that only 34% of individuals in the U.S. have a sufficient understanding of financial literacy. One of the goals of Financial Literacy Month is to help us recognize areas where we can improve financial education. 
The more we can learn about financial literacy, the easier it is to aim for better financial resilience. Financial literacy is important because it helps us make informed decisions about the use and management of our money. Examples of financial literacy skills include budgeting, managing personal debt, saving money, and investing for retirement. We have a list of articles from Wikipedia, jumpstart.org, and Twinkle that we will have in our show notes. So I'm going to start off with the podcast titled Your Money, Your Life with Delano Sapporo. Show host Delano centers his podcast on providing tools that will assist listeners with their financial literacy. Delano is a registered financial advisor and founder of the New Street Advisors Group. The group consists of independent fiduciaries or trustees who provide clients with objective advice on their finances. The New Street Advisors Group is also sent, uh, partnered with Charles Schwab to give its clients access to up-to-date financial tools and investment management services. Delano has over 10 years of experience in the industry, a master's in business, and a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration. He has a Series 65 certification, which allows him to, as a financial professional, give clients investment advice and an analysis of their financial situations as well. Delano's podcast, as I mentioned, discusses the tools that can be used by listeners to manage their finances, but also talks about current issues going on in the financial and business worlds and will occasionally interview people who have had success in, their, in pursuing their financial dreams um, in order to discuss their journeys to that success. After doing a news roundup, Delano will either do what he calls a financial roundtable, where he talks about life in retirement, buying into your financial plan, home buying, and what a CPA does for the home buyer, uh, whether you should get life insurance, why asset allocation is important, and many more topics. Or Delano will use the time to answer listener question, questions, such as, should I fund a Roth IRA or pay down the mortgage on my home? What should I do with my money before passing? And what happens to your debt when you pass away? With all the experience that Delano has and the fact that he has his own financial advisory company and a partnership with Charles Schwab, which is pretty big name. I would say this is a great podcast to listen to if you're looking for more financial literacy or just some advice on your finances. Your Money, Your Life started in January 2020. It currently has over 112 episodes out, each at about 15 to 30 minutes in length, which I know Dave loves those shorter podcast yes, episodes. I do. Yeah. And new episodes usually come out weekly on Thursdays. The show has a 4.8 star rating on Apple Podcasts with 32 ratings. And besides Apple Podcasts, can be found on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Sounds really good. Yeah. I like it. Mm -hmm. I actually think I had a Series 65 certification at one time. Because you for a did? While, I worked with, um, when I first moved to Long Island, well, before I moved to Long Island, and I continued to shortly, or for a little while afterwards, I had begun working with Prudential to sell life insurance oh oh and, yeah you would need to have advisory yeah industry. yeah and um one of the things they pushed was to get a series 65 um certification partly because most normal life insurance has um if it's a, like a whole life policy will have a fixed um, um return fixed 
percentage. It's usually like 4% rate. So um, when you put the money in, it gets invested in, in a fixed account where you get a 4% return. Oh, cool. And that develops cash value. Mm-hmm. But Prudential, at the time uh, that I was there, they also had these variable uh, life insurance policies where you could allocate that money instead of going into a fixed um, return into like a stock portfolio hence why the return could be you know variable but mm-hmm. whenever you did anything with stocks like that you had to have uh, and, and i think it was a series 65 it was a series something something like a series 64 maybe <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but that was um Oh, my goodness. That was like in 1994. It was a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was two years old. No. <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was when I first moved to Long Island. And um, and uh, I didn't stick with it for a couple of reasons. First of all, I didn't really know anybody in Long Island. And the first thing you should always do is, like, when you're trying to get into sales like that is tap into your friends and family, which mm-hmm. I didn't have down here. And also, Prudential was in the midst of a multi-billion-dollar lawsuit. Oof! Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be part of bad that. Agents selling sketchy uh, policies to senior citizens. Oh no! Yeah, it was like these agents in Queens was coming to Long Island to do it, and they got into the news, and then everybody's like, "I don't, I don't trust you," and everything. And yeah. I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I was like, "Time to find something else." Yeah. So then I became a librarian. Yeah, you did. After a little bit of wandering, but or meandering. You found your way, though. Yes. That's all that matters. <laughs> yes, I found my way. So my first podcast that I'm going to talk about today is The Financial Diaries by Stephanie Chabot. The Finance Diaries podcast gives you the personal finance education that you never got, and it helps you feel empowered and good about your finances. Stephanie has a real estate brokerage degree and a bachelor's of commerce degree in accounting. She has experience working as a real estate broker, an auditor, and now a finance and accounting IT consultant and real estate investor. Stephanie uses the experience she has acquired over the years to help others reach their full personal financial potential. Information presented in each podcast is broken down into easy-to-understand concepts that can be listened to by anyone of any age. Episodes are released weekly, with each lasting between 15 and 20 minutes in length. So, got my thumbs up there. There you go. Nice and short. Show topics include tips ranging from how much you should spend when buying a car to the unexpected costs of home ownership. The podcast is five stars with only four reviews, but the show only has 46 episodes, and I really do believe that it will explode once more people begin to discover it. The show begins by saying no one teaches us about money in school, taxes, budgeting, mortgages, salary negotiations, investing, and other money-related topics. That sure is right right It is sure right. And I'm here to help, and she says, I'm here to help you, help give you the personal financial education that you never got to have. Like we were just saying, I don't know about kids growing up nowadays, but I know in my generation, this is so, so true. Yeah. In my school, when I, you know which was, I'll admit, it was in the 80s. Um, but if, um, if they thought you were going to go to college, they never even taught you how to balance a checkbook. They didn't like, t- no yeah, one told us how yeah. to balance a checkbook. And you know, I and crazy. definitely went to college. But, like, 
well, not all of us, you know, no, but like but in, never, <laughs> never even a class. Like, you know, home economics, you would mm-hmm. take it in like, we will, I took it in middle school. Right. They taught you baking and yeah. sewing. Yeah, exactly. That, really? What mm-hmm. about the finances? Exactly. How am I going to buy the, the ingredients to bake it? Exactly. Right? I know I can hear, there's probably at least one person saying, what's a checkbook? <laughs> but... You know, what we're talking about is that we went through high school not knowing how to budget our finances. That's that's what we're saying. And, yeah. you know, I had to figure it out all on my own, and it took me a very long time to learn. And actually, I didn't really, act, really truly learn it until I got hired by Prudential. Mm-hmm. And by then, I was already getting married and had a baby on the way. It's not the time to be learning and how to do your finances. Yeah. It should be done a little bit sooner. So I, I can truly say that I wish I had something like the finance diaries to help me when I was younger because it would have helped a lot. For sure. So my second podcast that I'm going to review this month is called Millennial Investing. The Millennials. Invest- Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Millennials. Millennial Investing from the Investors Podcast Network. Millennial Investing is hosted by Robert Leonard and Clay Fink. They cover not only investing basics and investment and financial advice, but also business topics such as entrepreneurship, side hustles, and personal development. The show helps educate and inspire the millennial generation. Its mission is to improve people's financial literacy and business savvy and to help listeners make better investment decisions with both their time and their money. So start listening and join millions of listeners learning how to invest. Follow Robert on Instagram and Twitter at the Robert Leonard, and follow Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Fink. One thing of note: when um, when I was reviewing these podcasts or this podcast is that although they have it's a show with two co-hosts, it's in reality it's a show with two co- co-hosts called Millennial Investing, but in reality it's it's really like a mashup of two shows into one, mm-hmm. which would be millennial investing and also real estate 101. Clay Fink hosts the shows called millennial investing, while Robert Leonard hosts real estate 101. So every time a show is published, it'll only have one of the hosts that's interviewing a guest on, a, on an investing topic. Okay. Because of that, new, new shows are released really frequently, like every couple of days. At the most, four days in between. It's like two to three days. Mm -hmm. Topics will range from investing in campgrounds to the impact of Bitcoin. show is rated 4.7 stars with almost 450 reviews. So it's got a lot of reviews. It's pretty popular. And the podcast is great for anyone wanting to learn about investing in a more casual manner, which is, you know, hence why it's called Millennial Investing. You can find Millennial Investing on your favorite podcast app and also on YouTube by searching for the Investors Podcast Network. That's cool. Since I'm a millennial, I should check that out. (laughs) (laughs) My second podcast for Financial Literacy Month is called Two Black Guys with Good Credit. The show is hosted by Sean Linda, Matthew Smith, and Karen Margolis. The podcast goal is to provide listeners with an educational and entertaining platform for financial literacy lessons with weekly episodes that will make listeners laugh while giving them the tools to achieve success in their finances. 
My next podcast for Financial Literacy Month is called Two Black Guys with Good Credit. The show is hosted by Sean Linda, Matthew Smith, and Karen Margolis. Now, obviously, it's called Two Black Guys with Good Credit, but uh, Karen Margolis was a later addition to the show. Uh-huh. The podcast's goal is to provide listeners with an educational and entertaining platform for financial literacy lessons with episodes that will make listeners laugh while giving them the tools to achieve success in their finances. Sean is the creator of the podcast and the founder of CLEAN, a nonprofit financial literacy program with the mission of helping, quote, youth and young adults, especially those underserved, build financial knowledge and discipline as a foundation to create generational wealth for themselves, their families, and their communities. He has a bachelor's degree in marketing and finance, worked on Wall Street for Chase Manhattan Bank, Payne Weber, and American Express. He launched his own online business, nicknatdirect.com, that's N-I-C-N-A-T direct.com, a company that will allow people living outside of the United States to shop at any U.S.-based website and have the item shipped directly to their home. So pretty cool. And it was established back in around like 2008, I want to say. And I mean, there are some websites that still don't like have... International shipping. Right. So so it's definitely um, a cool business to Mm -hmm. have. And he also spent years um, flipping real estate property in Brooklyn, New York. Matthew is a producer who has worked for over 20 years in developing and creating a wide variety of content and has also produced shows on television networks such as NBC, MTV, BET, and ESPN. And Karen is a comedian, writer, and broadcaster and has worked on Inside Amy Schumer and performed at comedy clubs and festivals. She's also the host of the podcast Nerdgasm and co-host of the podcast Race Wars. Karen started as just a listener and fan of Two Black Guys and with good credit, but eventually worked her way to guest and then co-host. The trio get together every week to discuss making, managing, and protecting your money. Episode topics include tips for filing your taxes, how to create credit history when you don't have any, how to ask your boss for a raise, how to figure out how much you should tip service workers, the common mistakes that happen when hiring a financial advisor, and many more topics. I think this podcast has a lot of helpful information about financial literacy, and I like that there is a comedic side to the podcast because finances aren't always fun to deal with, so getting a laugh out of learning about it is a plus. The show has been around since 2016 and has over 265 episodes. Episodes are about 40 minutes to an hour and come out every few days, but it doesn't seem like they have a super consistent schedule, so it's much like your last podcast you talked about. They have 4.8 stars on Apple Podcasts with 270 ratings, and people can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Sounds good. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to check it out. You should. You definitely should. Sounds like it'd be... Yeah, because financial literacy is not the um, most interesting of topics. No. So having a comedic side to it will definitely make it, you know... Takes the edge off. Yeah. And it will make it, you know, will help help you want to listen to it. Right. Exactly. You know, it's not like going to school. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Now, my final choice of financial literacy podcast for April is called Her Money with Jean Chatsky. The podcast is specifically for women and their finances, whether they are the breadwinners of the household or the caretakers, because their financial challenges can differ from that of men's. Jean is the founder of the podcast and the founder and CEO of the digital media company Her Money, which, much like the podcast, focuses on improving a woman's relationship with her money. She also works as the financial editor of NBC's Today Show, is a best-selling author of 11 books, and has also won awards for being a magazine columnist. Jean was an English major in college and was able to use her skills to report on personal finance. And according to Her Money website, she learned that there is a lot of jargon used in the financial industry used to sell people things. And once that jargon is gone, money can be easy to understand. This is part of the reason that the podcast was created, to educate and assist women in understanding the power that they can have over their own money. Every Wednesday, Jean gives listeners a new episode discussing topics such as Crypto 101, how to turn your clutter into cash, single women and money management with special guest Jill Gianola, author of the book Single Women and Money, strategies for student loan borrowing, how to retire happy, how to deal when facing financial abuse, and much more. The podcast earned a Gracie Award in 2021, awards of which are specifically given to the Alliance, given by the Alliance for Women in Media to celebrate women's achievements across all media. Her Money has been around since 2016 and has over 353 episodes to date, with each episode being about 30 minutes to an hour in length, with 4.8 stars on Apple Podcasts and 1.1 thousand ratings, the show is definitely popular with its listeners, and I think people, not just women, could learn a lot of useful information about how to manage their finances. Anyone interested in listening can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Very good. I, I, I remember seeing uh, Gina on TV, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she used to be on, like, the morning news sometimes. Okay. Probably on the Today Show, maybe, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I definitely want to check it out because mm -hmm. I used to, like, listen, listening to her on mm -hmm. that. Now I don't have cable, so I don't watch TV that much. Yeah. Especially in the mornings. I'm usually waking Streaming up. Streaming services are for. Yeah. I'm usually waking up late and then just trying to hurry and get ready for work. <laughs> I don't have time for TV anymore <laughs> when you're rushing around. So my last podcast review for this month is the Smart Passive Income Online Business and Blogging Podcast. Say that three times fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income blog reveals all of his online business and blogging strategies, income sources, and killer marketing tips and tricks so you can be ahead of the curve with your online business or blog. Discover how you can create multiple passive income streams that work for you so that you can have the time and freedom to do what you want and love, whether it's traveling around the world or just living comfortably, 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 comfortably at home. Comfortably. Comfortably. <laughs> My tongue got tied up. Since 2008, he's been supporting his family with his many online businesses and he's been openly sharing his wins, losses, and all the lessons in between with the community of energetic but humble entrepreneurs who follow him. Self-proclaimed crash test dummy of online business, 
You'll learn about building authority online, email marketing, building a team and outsourcing, content marketing, podcasting, search engine optimization, niche sites, social media strategies, how to get more traffic, creating online courses, affiliate marketing, and productivity tips so that you can create something amazing without burning yourself out. Wow. Yeah. That's that a long lot of list, stuff. you definitely need that, uh, those tips for not burning out. <laughs> yeah. The podcast is a mix of interviews, special co-hosts, and solo shows from Pat that you're not going to want to miss. Rated 4.8 stars out of 5 with over 3.5 thousand reviews, the Smart Passive Income Online Business and Blogging Podcast is a very popular program indeed. Pat is also a very prolific podcaster, releasing new episodes every couple of days, just like um, the Millennial Investors Podcast. Mm -hmm. But unlike them, he does this all by himself. And it's like every couple of days he's releasing a new one. However... Very dedicated. Yes. With that in mind, the length of each show actually varies a great deal, with some being as short as 10 minutes while others lasting close to an hour. But with soon-to-be 600 episodes released, you are sure to find something of value. And what I really like about this podcast, unlike the others that I've reviewed, the Passive Income Online podcast is is actually based on building wealth through entrepreneurship rather than different ways to save money. I really like how it sparks ideas for creating your own business in a really motivating way. And I have to say, when I was, you know, when I would listen to an episode, I'd find myself getting all jazzed up, being like, ooh, I could do something like that. Yeah. And everything. And it would get me, like, very excited and really, really motivated to try to do something on my own. So it's definitely one to check out. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot he focuses on. It's cool that he um, he does it all by himself, and he can get yeah. all that out, right? Yeah. Good but, for him. Um, yeah. Plus, he's able to work from home. Yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah. So, uh, library news and programs a note for this month. We have a, a good deal of programs that the library is offering, beginning with... National Celebrating National Library Week, which begins on Sunday, April 3rd, and it goes through Saturday, April 9th. So be sure to come to the Children's Department, a.k.a. the Idea Place, anytime during the week to make a special library-themed DIY library card holder. That's so cute. Yeah. And on Wednesday, April 13th at 10 a.m., the library will be hosting a Cranberry Bog Hike with John Turner. Cranberry Bog Nature Preserve, set in the wetlands of Riverhead, is what remains of an abandoned cranberry-growing operation and features views of the Peconic River, various plant life, bird species, reptiles, and other local wildlife. Learn about the unique natural history of the preserve with this guided tour by naturalist John Turner. The hike is just slightly under a mile and is appropriate for all levels, adults and children. Registration is required. Limited spots are available. And this is a shared program with Kutchog New Suffolk Library. And on Wednesday, April 20th, we'll have a bus trip to New York Botanical Gardens and Orchids show. The dazzling floral creations of Jeff Leadham, famed artistic director of the Four Seasons Hotel, George V, in Paris, and floral designer to the stars, return for the Orchid Show's 19th year. Don't miss this horticultural spectacle featuring thousands of dramatically displayed orchids in every shape and size. 
Registration is $68 and includes bus transportation and admission to the New York Botanical Gardens. The bus leaves the Staples parking lot in Riverhead at 9 a.m. And last but not least, hosted by the Plainview Old Bethpage Library on Sunday, May 1st at 2 p.m. to discuss her latest novel, The Living and the Lost, author Ellen Feldman, recipient of the 2022 Long Island Read Selection Award, will appear in a virtual event via Crowdcast. This event is free, all are welcome, and tickets are not required for the online event. Attendees will receive a direct link to the event after registering through Crowdcast, and this link can be found on the library homepage. For updates about possible in-person seating and ticket availability, please check for that on the Long Island Reads website at longislandreads.wordpress.com after April 1st. Check out our homepage at westhamptonlibrary.net for special Long Island Reads programs featuring a discussion on World War II spies, saboteurs, and sympathizers, a look into Camp Ritchie's Military Intelligence Training Center, and a special book club. You're listening to the Wizards of Pod podcast, a podcast of professional librarians talking about podcasts. For more podcast news and updates, follow us on Twitter at PodWizards. You can find a link to all the podcasts we've discussed in the show notes. Music for this podcast was brought to you by Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. You can check out their great collection of music at www.bensound.com. I forgot to mention what next month's theme is. <laughs> I don't remember what and it I is. And I don't either. Next month's theme will be a surprise, so yeah. check out Twitter to see what it is. And we'll see you next month. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.